and welcome to Peeping Bops, your bi-weekly K-pop mix. Get it? Because Peeping Bop is a mix of ingredients. What a knee slapper. Anyways, this is our first episode, so it's our first time hanging out with each other. My name's Robin. I'm just your local fangirl. And I just wanted to share my love of K-pop and the arts with you guys. This is kind of like my passion project because I wanted to talk about not just the fangirl sides of K-pop, you know, like, oh my gosh, this song is so good. But like also the artistic sides of K-pop and like cool music videos, cool parts of songs, pretty dances. And I want to share that with you guys because I love talking about art and I love talking about k-pop and what more to talk about than the arts of k-pop yes so basically we can just talk about anything we can talk about new songs cool songs cool dances whatever we want because this is our time so like I said we're gonna talk about some songs and stuff so let's start with our first song, which is a new song, it's Money by Dawn. Alright, Money by Dawn, aka Edon. He dropped the E from his Pentagon days and now just goes by Dawn. But Anyways, um, yeah, it's his new song, his debut solo. And before he came out with this song, I'd been seeing on Twitter that people were saying that he wouldn't be good as a solo artist or that he wasn't fit to be a solo artist because of his voice or whatever. And TBH, guys, please don't hate me. But not that I didn't think he would be a good artist. I was just wondering how he would be as a solo artist because from his songs with pentagon he has a very unique and distinct rapping voice that oftentimes needed to be complimented i guess and i because i'd never watched pentagon maker i'd never seen him do anything else but rapping in that voice and i didn't know if he could sing or not and so him coming out with a song that like before he came out with it so him coming out with a song i was wondering like oh is it gonna be all rapping is it all gonna be like that rapping voice that he used in pentagon like in shine and i was like oh i don't know how that would be but guys he blew me away his song money was so much more different than I expected. I expected from a solo song that he would mainly be rapping because I didn't know he could sing. And it actually was so good. It was very much bedroom pop, you know, indie kind of. And I don't, I can't tell if it's like singing that he's doing. It's very melodic rap, if anything. But yeah, he had a very different style than expected. And the music video, it was so, like, I can't even call it beautiful because it's, like, grunge, grungy. Grungy is a better word. It's, like, like very grungy. It, it kind of reminds me of the Joker in a way. 
just because of like the the way he's dressed and his makeup, I guess, is like has that dirty, like edgy look, but in a good way. And there's just like something so visceral about both his dance and different scenes of the music video because there's this one scene that he's like shoving his face in this pile of money and it's like he's a dog eating like food and it's just so like crazed he's very crazed in the music video and it's very different from the music itself and it's like weird to watch along with the music because the music is very calm and dreamy not calm I guess but dreamy And it's weird to hear dreamy music with such like an animalistic thing like shoving your face in money. And the dance, oh, there's this one part I love where there's this part where in the bridge, there's this long pause. And then he goes, I don't need you. uh, uh." And then that part and the dance after that part goes wild. Like he's standing still for the pause. And then when he says, I don't need you. He, like, throws his arms and legs around. Like, he's, like, thrashing around. And it's, like, very, again, animalistic in a way. And the dance during the chorus, I guess, is also awkward. Like, the moves are very awkward, but it works. You know? I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't really know how to describe it well. But it works for the vibe of the music video and for the vibe of him. Because he's very, he has that vibe to him, you know? I don't even know how to describe it. But it fits him really well. And, you know, I regret everything I said about him having only one style that doesn't really fit well. And I can see now that he's a very flexible artist, I guess. And I have, he's good. Respect for him, you know? But yeah, watch it. If you haven't watched it yet, listen if you haven't listened yet because it's so good, guys. It's really good. Money by Don, a.k.a. Edon. Also, very cute that him and his girlfriend, Hyanna, Queen Hyanna, they released their debut song in P Nation. Not Hyanna's, like, debut debut, but, you know, in their new company. They released it together, like boyfriend and girlfriend, like releasing a song together. That's so cute. But yeah, watch, watch Money by Dawn. All right. Next song is Nostalgic Night by Victon. It was their latest comeback, and it actually was the comeback that got them their first win, which is crazy because they're debut date was in 2016 and it's like three years later and they're just getting what they deserve you know their first win and watching their first win video their like little acceptance speech or whatever it was so cute because they were just so happy and seeing them finally get what they deserve I guess is really nice and I I love watching these first win videos especially for groups that have like been around for a long time like seeing monster x's um first win video and like bts their first win videos because they probably got their first win like about the same as victim like two or three years after they they debuted and it's nice seeing groups that you know have worked so hard for so long finally like getting 
recognition for all the work that they've done for the past two years or three years or however many years. Oh my gosh, and flying for like seven years, something like that. But I don't know. And also seeing how happy it makes them. It makes me so happy, you know? I hope, I hope it makes you happy too because that, that stuff is so adorable. But um, also, I know one of their members is in X1. And so because he's in that group, he's not allowed to promote with them. And so he wasn't able to be part of this comeback and like accept the award with them, which is kind of sad, low-key. But also in their acceptance speech, they mentioned him and they're like, we did this for you. Like, we, we've been working hard for you. And it was just so cute, honestly. Like, I have nothing else to say, but that it was the whole the whole first win experience. So cute, so emotional. Love that for them. Okay, talking about the song itself. I actually had a different song planned out to talk about today, but I just watched this, like, music video and listened to this song probably two days ago. And I just thought it was so cool and like I needed to talk about it. All right, so there's this one part right as the chorus drops. So the beginning half of the video is very calm. There's like very white lighting. It's very not happy, but nostalgic because it's called Nostalgic Night. But very chill vibe there, chill. And up until like the pre-chorus it's like all chill and stuff and then there's this scene right before the chorus drops and it's all the members sitting in front of this pickup truck and they're taking a picture together and they're all happy and they're like "Woo, good times this is like a good night and then right as the chorus drops there's this part that goes and then like the chorus drops after that and right as it goes like boom it switches from that happy car scene to a parallel scene where everything's in the same place except there's only one guy standing in front of the car the car is on fire the whole ground is on fire like everything is on fire and the the members are on the ground like hurt dead i don't know but it's just him looking at all his like fallen members and everything's on fire and just the way that that transition with the flash was timed so perfectly to the chorus drop. I just thought it was like so cool. Like when I first watched it, I was like, whoa, it was so simple yet so cool. And so like for the rest of the video, um, it switches between these cool, like calm night scenes and like these bright scenes in front of a warehouse and whatever and like all these flowers. And those are like the nostalgic parts of the video and like all the cute chill parts not necessarily cute but nostalgic you know nostalgic night but then it switches between those parts and parts where like everything's on fire and there's this one scene I know I was so blown away but there's this one scene where it's the same truck that they were sitting in front of and it's later on in the video but it's kind of a close-up of that truck on fire and I have no idea how they got to they made that part seem so much more higher quality. Like the video is so much clearer than the rest of the video. And I didn't even know how, but it's the truck on fire close up in slow motion. And it's just the coolest scene ever. Like it's cooler than any action movie you can think of, of things on fire, which is a pretty low bar because 
they just kind of light stuff on fire, take a video, and kind of leave. But no shade to action movies. But yeah, that scene was just so cool. And like the scenes where everything was on fire, I just really liked them and how the color contrast changes like from like dark and like super blue to the bright red, like orange fire. I don't know, it was it was a really cool music video. And I guess you just kind of have to see it for yourself, honestly. Like with all these video talks, like this is a podcast. We can't see each other. I can't show you anything face to face. I just have to take your word that you watched it. And you have to take my word that it was good. And if it wasn't good, I'm really sorry. But yeah, all these things that I'm telling you from like this episode on, like it's my recommendation to you. My my little gift for you. Please watch it. Please stream it. I don't know. Actually, do what you want. Do what you will. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was Nostalgic Night by Victon. And next up, this next song, you know, I gotta do it to you. Find You by Monsta X. Okay, let's start with the singing and the song itself. Juhan's singing part is so good. Like, all of them did so good. But I guess because we never hear Juhan and Chungkyun singing, his part feels, this is going to sound so pretentious, but it feels like an outstretched hand, like reaching out for something. Like his voice, because it's so high, feels like it's reaching out. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But I love that part. And also, Chunkin's part, so soft and very like emotional, I guess. Really good. Um, the background music, I guess, very good as well. It's like a nice song to be on a train at night with, you know? Like, I love when the sun is setting and, like, listening to this song. And, like, I'm on my way back home, like, on the train. And it's just very calm, very chill, nostalgic, very nostalgic. Um, the video, so cinematic. And everything connects to the previous videos, their previous music videos. So they have this like storyline. And I guess because of that, it was so cinematic and whatever. The way also that the song, for the video at least, was cut and edited to like fit into the video and like the way that some parts had only instrumental and some parts had them singing. The way that they chose like what parts would be excluded and included was cut so perfectly to like fit the video and it just helped kind of move the story along and like make it more emotional and I love that you know um talking about the dance now the dance was really nice like it reminds me of spring day the dance for spring day because it's like one of those songs that I guess you don't expect to have a dance because it's more lyrical than anything and more like melodic but it was really nice. I really like the little details and stuff and like how some parts depend a lot on group movement, I guess. I don't really, I'm not a dancer, guys. I just like dance. I'm not a professional or anything, anything that I'm talking about, honestly. Like, 
unless we talk about like album packaging and like advertisements, I don't know actually what I'm talking about. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. But yeah, I guess the movements that depend on another person. So like kind of chain reaction kind of movements. Those are really nice. And um, I really like this one part where it's Wanho and Shonu. And Shonu does a da-da-da-da. And their fingers like almost touch. And it's kind of like Tinkerbell-ish. That's the only way I can describe it. But that part's really cool to me. Very, very pretty. Um, But you know, if you know, you know about Wanho. I thought the video of Find You was beautiful, but I didn't expect to actually live it. Like, no one expected to live this. So, basically, for those of you who don't know what happened, um, Wanho of Monsta X has left the group um, if you don't know what happened, I'm so sorry. There's just, like, too much for me to explain. Just, like, look it up, I guess. There's just, like, too many details. But long story short, he left the group because of rumors and things that another woman in the industry has, I guess, leaked about him. And unfairly so. Those were... Some things of them were... Some of those things were false some of those things were exaggerated and some of those things were none of her business all of those things were none of her business and the fact that he left the group because he felt guilty about it even though none of it should matter anymore because he is a different person he has worked hard to change himself and it's sad i guess so monster x has been promoting their new song, Follow, and also Find You. Um, Actually, they just ended their promotions, I think, a couple days ago. They only had one recording with Wanho in it, in both Follow and Find You. And so, I guess we'll talk about Find You first. There are some parts in the choreography that depends on Wanho being there, like the part that I was just talking about with Shonu and him and their fingers touching, he doesn't do that with anyone anymore in the choreo with only six of them. And compared to the recording with all seven of them, the next day they had to record another one for Find You with only six of them because Wanho had left that afternoon, which is crazy because he just recorded something that morning. But anyways, their faces, I guess, were just like so sad. And watching it, with only six of them, for me at least, it made me really sad, honestly. And I guess watching all the other ones and all the other performances of Find You after he left, because there's probably like five or six of them, they make me a little sad, not gonna lie. I don't know. Seeing, I guess the one thing that's like coming out of all of this, like unjustness, is seeing everyone band together. Like, not just Mon Babies, their fans. But everyone, I guess, that can see that this is, like, an unjust thing. Because this woman that's leaked all this information, not just about Wanho, but also very false information about Shonu. Like, none of these people that are slandering them, basically, are getting punished for it. And 
Starship says they're suing people, but, you know, nothing's come out of that yet. But I guess people just want justice, you know, for ruining a dude's career, which is totally acceptable. Uh, totally not acceptable. Oh, my gosh. No, totally what we should do, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is. Yeah. And I don't know, seeing everyone banding together, Monviv is supporting Monster X still, even though there's still six people and still supporting Wanho through like fan cafes and whatever is really like hopeful. And also not just Monviv is, but other people that like are not even part of the fandom, just like random journalists, random reporters that are like, oh, this is so not fair. Like this is not right and reporting about it and making it known to other people about how this is so wrong and how they're being mistreated and seeing people actually care and like want to make a change within the industry oh my gosh oh my gosh guys I totally forgot the main part of this thing I'm stupid guys it's because there's a rumor that this whole thing with Wanho was just brought up because it's a cover-up to cover up this thing about the Sewell Ferry incident where they got new information that could, like, leave people in jail and incarcerate people. And they wanted to cover up with something like mainstream media. So they basically hired this woman to, like, expose Wanho and Shonu and, like, cover all the media so yeah, that's that's the unjust thing. I was like, I'm missing something. No, that's what's making everything so unjust. But yeah, seeing all these reporters, like international reporters and even like Korean reporters, some of them, like pointing this out and saying like, this is a problem. Like the government is trying to cover up how I'm going to say it right here because y'all need to know what happened because I'm not going to cover up the government's mistakes. But basically, there's, like, a video of a captain, like, on, on the Sewell Ferry that got rescued, I guess, before some of the students. And obviously, that's not right because there's a saying that, like, the captain dies with the ship. And also, like, they're children. And they're supposed to be the children and passengers. And they're supposed to be rescued first. But anyways, that's the tea. Um... But, like, seeing everyone band together and not just find a way to get Wanho back, but find a way to get him justice is, like, what I'm more proud of. Because, like, of course I want Wanho back. But if he needs his time out, you know, he needs his time out. I want him back eventually. But, you know, take some time for yourself, B. My priority right now is just getting him justice and, like, getting the victims of that very incident justice and like letting it be known what's right i guess ooh so like moral anyways <laughs> yeah and everything is just kind of a mess right now honestly but that's the one hope seeing people band together and seeing all this love you know <sighs> that was kind of deep guys <laughs> all right i guess we need to make something more happy I guess. so um on the bright side i saw super m last night and guys i don't even listen to sm artists that much i'm so bad but i like not even that much of a fan i didn't listen to so 
I like only know NCT. I don't really I only listen to their like title tracks, I guess. I'm sorry. But I decided to go because a lot of my friends were going and the tickets dropped really low. I think I got mine for like $14 with all the fees and stuff. And it wasn't like the super high seats, but it was still good. Guys, I had the best time. It was so much fun. Best impulse decision I've ever made. All right, real fangirl section. Let's get it. Mark growling. When I tell you, I lost my breath. Like, he went, so there's this part where he goes, let me see your hands clap. Let me see your hands clap. Like that part. So I saw videos from Dallas where he was saying that. And he was, like, super growly in it. But I was only expecting the growly part at the third. Like, let me see your hands clap. But he busted it out on the first one. And so it's like, let me see your hands clap. And I was like, <laughs> like, that was so ugly. I'm sorry. But, like, just that part was so good. And I I died. Basically, I died. Um, Ten dancing on clouds to dream in a dream it was so beautiful so so 10 performed dream in a dream on this extended stage i guess and the extended stage there were fog machines so there was fog all across the extended stage covering it and pouring out the sides so you couldn't see the stage at all and it just looked like he was dancing on clouds and like if you heard the song Dream in a Dream, you know, it's very, like, dreamy, you know? But him dancing on clouds to that, so pretty. And, like, all the lights and whatever, I guess the different lights while he was dancing. And it was just so pretty. So, so pretty. And Taeyong's rap kind of slapped, guys. It was really good. <laughs> it was really good. And... I, I just have nothing more to say other than it was really good. Um, Kai, guys, he got possessed. I didn't even know what happened. Like, he went so hard for no reason. And it was just great. It was great. I can't, out of all, like, all of them, like, dancing together and whatever, I just, like, can't believe that people can dance like that, you know? <laughs> like, that's the first thing I thought when they came out. And I was like, whoa, they're like dancing, dancing. Like, their feet are moving. <laughs> it was just so cool to see, like, live and stuff. And, like, of course, everyone did so well. And I was just, it was a great time, honestly. Oh, my gosh. And when Mark was doing his mention, his beginning mention, he, he like, referenced Johnny because he was, like, this city, because I'm from Chicago, right? And I went to the Chicago concert. So he was, like, this city means a lot to me because it reminds me of a special friend. And all the end citizens knew it was Johnny. And it was just, like, aw, we love being loved because Johnny. And then this morning, or the day after, Ten posted a picture, and his caption was, my friend's hometown and it was just like him around Chicago and it was so cute I just you know Chicago pride woo woo so yeah that's that's my little my little fangirl section you know um so yeah 
I don't want to make this too incredibly long, you know. I just want to I want to make it commute length, you know? Commute length. Like I know my commute to to like class or whatever is like 30 minutes usually, and I love listening to podcasts in between, but I don't like when my podcast is like halfway through and I have to get to class like I'm already in class. So, you know, I just want you know, the good commute length. So, yeah. I hope you guys had fun. I had fun fangirling, you know, talking about all this stuff, you know, how I, you know how it be. Um, yeah. I don't know. This this is a new new concept, new project. And I guess a lot of things are subject to change, you know. We could have guests. We can have more fangirling. We could have more news like the Wanho situation. And, like, things can change, you know. We'll see. We'll see where it takes us. So, yeah, I hope you guys had a good time. Please continue listening because I love talking way too much, obviously. But, yeah, we can we can consider us our little K-pop chill time, you know? Like, you know, K-pop and boba, something like that. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a good day, good night, wherever. And um, stay safe, stay warm. Peace.